Welcome to Average Joe's Gaming Podcast with your hosts, Joe and Tom. Tonight's episode, Zorro Tomorrow, but it's going to be a rainbow night. Hi, I'm Joe. I'm Tom. And today we are going to talk about what we bought, received, kind yep, of thing. Played. Yeah, and then what we played, and uh, then we're going to answer some emails. Yeah, that should be fun. Some good emails came in. So, uh, what have you acquired lately? You know what? <laughs> Honestly, um, I haven't purchased anything. <gasps> I've gotten a couple of games. I got one we talked about with the creator. Okay. Called Elevator Up. Yeah. So look, I haven't played it yet. It looks a lot of fun. I think we have to do an unboxing on that at some point. Yes. Probably, or an un... I don't know what you'd call that. It's a. It's in a box. It is. It's like a deck of cards. <laughs> but it's a deck of cards. So we'll have to give that a shot. Yep. Um, beyond that, though, I bought, uh, as far as I can remember, nothing. I did pre-order Villainous, the Marvel... Oh, version. you did? I did. You I, got I, sucked in. I did, and it was because the chance to get a discount on it was waning. Oh, okay. So I said, you know what? I'm going to buy this anyway. I might as well get it with a discount. Well, when is the release on that then? We're not sure. I know Mar. I think it's out uh, this weekend, possibly, at okay. Target. But going to um, game stores, it might be a little later. It might be towards the end of August in game stores. Target See, will have it. kind of deceptive because the internet release was July Yeah, because 27th. you got your copy of it already. No, right? I didn't. I thought you did. It's still sitting unprocessed I... at Miniature Market. Where did I see a copy of that? Oh, somebody was unboxing it. There's a ton it of on, people. With... Yeah, on YouTube yeah. or something. They were unboxing it. So It is out. I mean, the game's out. Yeah. If you ordered it over the internet, you can probably get it. If you want to go unless to Target... Unless you're Joe. And, yeah, <laughs> unless you're Joe. That's, that stinks. It's still sitting yeah. processing. But if you want to get it, I'm sure you can get it at Target, or if you want to wait until your local friendly game store gets it, you know, it's going to be probably mid to end of August. And me being me, I'm willing to support the game store and get my 10% discount uh, by ordering it through them. Whoa. So that's what I did. 10%. Yeah. That's what, hey, you know. It adds me, up. It saves me some money. It does. So you can um, buy more games. Well, considering that I just got a dang water heater, yeah, it's important. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. I thought there was something else I picked up as well, but I do not remember what it was that was game-related if I did. Because I can remember putting it down... I bought some paint. What? Yeah, because I'm you're painting, painting stuff. stuff. Yeah, now. yeah. Got back into that. Yay! More time taken up doing stuff. Now, don't be surprised though if you see your figures if I paint them for you, which I'm doing some, uh, and they have cat hair all over them because I've got cats. I didn't know this. One in particular really enjoys sitting on my painting station. Oh, yeah. So she's a little bit of a pain. You gonna paint her? I might. I might okay. end up painting her nose at least. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, other than that, I honestly don't remember what else I acquired. Okay. How about you? No pop vinyls or anything? No, no. Nah, I, I wow. not even. Are you feeling any. okay? I'm feeling fine. I'm okay. just feeling just... a little poor after the old hot water heater thing. Oh, okay, okay. That, that, that actually makes sense. I played then. that game. That was the game I <laughs> but played. But you saved so much money by not having hot water. Yeah, that was a unfortunate. Because they were very quick showers. Yeah, other than the fact that I was always late for work because I had to warm up. Oh, it's it so you quick. spent more money on gasoline, yeah, in your car, okay, speeding, okay. that kind of yeah. thing. Because I had to get to work. That makes cold, more sense. Then. Cold showers, man, not fun. Wow, not since I was a teenager. All right. <laughs> anyway, well, let's not get into that chapter. No, yet. it's probably okay. a bad idea. 
Um, so I acquired the Cobblin' Fog Unmatched because... I had well, a feeling you were going to do that. It, it, <laughs> yeah, it was happening. I, well, you have some of the other, other I do. unmatched I have too. the the first box set yeah. with uh, King Arthur and Medusa mm-hmm. and For Sinbad. Reason, Dorothy. And, no, it was Alice from Alice. Oh, Alice, Alice from Alice yep. That's right. And then I also picked up weird. the one person expansion which was bruce lee yep i have not gotten the uh robin hood versus bigfoot yet that one you That's, need to get it's out of stock wherever i oh, look at it so man. and then yeah it's That's so actually, it's, it's on my list to get but i when i saw the pre-order for cobble and fog i just absolutely loved the characters and yeah. then when you brought your copy over i'm like well i have to get it yep so um buddy of mine uh um, Jeremy was placing an order through Miniature Market, and he says, hey, do you have anything that could fill up to $100? And I said, well, how much are you missing? And I think you only need like 30 or 40 bucks. I said, yeah, I got and something. And <laughs> so I did the Cobble and Fog, and then I did Scooby-Doo, Betrayal, and oh, Mystery Mansion. Oh, yeah, Mansion. that looks really good. And, so, and I'm not a huge uh, Betrayal at House the House on the Hill, Hill um, but I did have an old, old copy uh, 10 plus years ago yeah. that I played. But the Scooby Doo one looks fun, it does. and I can usually do a pretty good Shaggy and Scooby voice, <laughs> so I can have some fun with that. Um, and then I I got Floor Plan in, uh, so that's a new roll and write game by Deep Water Games. That, that one looks fun. just released last Friday. I remember the hype on that when it came out on Kickstarter. Um, so I I'm actually getting two more copies of this. Nice. So we'll probably give at least one copy away on the podcast, and, pop, and probably um, do an unboxing. I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. we'll do it definitely, and I'm doing unboxing. Uh, the other thing we got was a uh, a new card game for playtesting. Yeah, this looks interesting, and it's called Magical Unicorns. So I just that just shipped to us. Uh, I think I opened it up the other day. So. Um, and then, obviously, the five copies of Elevator Up, which yep. I gave you one. Yeah, thank you. So, um, it looks cool. Yeah, it looks like uh, a good we'll one. We'll have to play it tomorrow. We do have some games we're going to play tomorrow. Oh, yeah. So, uh, we'll be doing some reviews on those, our following podcast. But uh, that's that's about it. I Oh, um, Tiny Epic Dinosaurs was the other game. That's that, what uh, I want to try. Um, I, I, I did get that one. So that much. was a Kickstarter, so I got the Deluxe Edition. Yep. So that is one thing I am curious about, and I I'd said this during our unboxing. Um, I want to know the difference between a retail version and a Deluxe Edition. Because as soon as you take that shrink wrap off, the Deluxe Edition sticker is on that shrink wrap. Yeah, so you so, don't have any clue. Yeah, I'm, I'm just curious what the difference is. So if any of you guys have a... Retail, retail copy edition. of the Epic Dinosaurs. I'd love to hear what, what came in yours or see a picture yeah. or something. I don't know. I will probably eventually pick it up. I'm a little behind on my tiny Epic games. You need to pick it up tomorrow? Well, I don't think it's available yet in, in the local store here. It's not Why not? Available. I don't know. I have to ask We'll her. just kick she down might the door. Just take it. She might have it. If okay. she does, I Kicking the do door that. down. Okay. Yeah, yep. I do that. But I'm behind on Tiny Epic Games because I think the last one I got was the one with the mech suits. Yeah, and you did not do tactics. I did not do tactics. You, I think you were you just called it done after yeah, the mechs. Well, because the problem I had, and this is a problem I have with Kickstarter in general, aside from the fact that game companies that don't need to do it are doing it, is that they would close one Kickstarter, back to that, and then within before it was closed oh. at that point... 
The they epics were, were they are were horrible. Coming with that. up with another one, and it's because like, they they did that with dinosaurs before they yeah. even shipped out well, with zombies, dinosaurs. I think was the one that came out, and then and then it was Max, then Max, and, and then, then it was Tactics. Right after that, Tactics, and, and then, then dinosaurs, yeah. and then the pirates. Yeah, and and I think it's just like no, yeah. that's ridiculous. I can't. And I I can't say no. Yeah, I know. So you can you you need to say no on that one. I said no. you said no. I am not doing it anymore. And I said yeah. okay, I'll just back that much more. Yeah, there you go. You can <laughs> he can make up for me. That's yeah. What you well, do. I you think I'm trying. I mean, if you can see right in front of us the stack of tiny epic games. Oh, I know. Yeah, and I so, did. Oh, the last thing I actually backed from them was the bag that you can carry all the tiny epic oh, games yeah. in. Except that now I think that bag might be too small for all the tiny I epic games. I think it probably have. is. I'm just looking at your stack and I don't have that many of them. No. Because I think you've got three more than I do, if I remember right. Tactics. Well, that would only be two more. I no, have a total of 12. I'm missing one of the expansions on the Defenders, I think. Okay. The Dark expansion or something like that. Yep, the Dark Wars. Yeah, I think that's the one I'm missing. Yeah. I know I can get that one, but I have to. What I have to do is check my tiny. Epic I picked games. up a few at Game Chest. Yeah, that I was missing, and that's where I'm looking at going. Is Game Chest probably to do it? Well, but, if you get a copy of Dinosaurs, we can compare. Yes, that's what I was going to say. If I end up getting a retail copy, and we haven't heard from any of you guys in regard to what the differences might be, assuming that you would know what's in the deluxe edition, which you might not. Um. Then we'll figure it out from there. Yeah. No, but I was going to say, I would maybe consider backing something on Kickstarter if it was like this Elevators Up game, which is a young kid just starting in the game designing business, and he's funding it himself. He even said he loses money on every order that he fulfills because of the shipping. But I'm thinking to myself, well, if this game's a lot of fun, it'd be worth backing Yep. to get him a chance to get a leg up and maybe be successful. So yep. that's the kind of thing I would consider doing Kickstarter for. But Stronghold Games or the Tiny Epic Company or any of these companies. Which is Gamelon now, Games. Yeah, Gamelon, which at the time when Gamelon started, they needed to do Kickstarter. Right. They are now a big enough company that they're just using Kickstarter for pre-orders. That's what they're doing. Yeah, it's exactly what they're and doing. I mean, Steve it's... Bonacord at Stronghold flat out admitted that's yeah. what they're doing, which I don't have a problem with them doing that. It's just it's like anything else in this world. I choose not to be a part of it. Yep. Well, you don't have to. Right. I mean, that, that's, exactly. the, that's the perks of them being a big enough company yeah. that it will eventually and come to stores. What it dawns on me on is they don't care if no. I don't back it. And that's fine. Because you're going to buy it anyway I'm gonna when buy it comes it, to the retail. But I'm just going to give the slice of my of my pie to the company that sells it to me as well, right. which I like. Yeah. I like There's nothing wrong idea. with that. No. Nothing. I mean, after everyone's going to do their own thing. And yep. if your thing is supporting your local store, then yeah. do it. And and that doesn't mean I'm not ever going to back something on Kickstarter. No, because you, you actually are backing on Kickstarter through your store. through the store, yeah. So, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that either. What's the game that you just Kickstarted? Uh, which one? <laughs> the, the one that we were talking about right before we started today. Based um, on the TV show. It's Umbrella Academy, yeah. the card game. Okay, I found out today the local, the local the friendly local game store is not going to put that into their rotation of things that they're going to back for their customers but his friendly local co-host offered it up right so i could <laughs> still go through joe and do it or this might be another case where i would consider backing it because i did like the show quite a bit the deluxe edition and the collector's edition are pretty cool pretty cool yeah. i went with the collector's edition because i'm a dork yeah and a well, collector <laughs> same thing i did with chai tea it's just yeah. a 
It's just a, oh, see, this one's not made of wood, so I think I'll actually get mine. You might get it yeah. at some point before, because you know wood that's a scarce supply. It is. The trees are, are not being cut down anymore, so evidently artificial wood, COVID nineteen yep. or something. So uh, I also got my replacement parts for endangered. Oh, good, you got your full tigers. tiger. Yeah. <laughs> So, so Haffy can still Haffy play, can still play, but uh, if someone has a problem with Haffy, then we then can put it we in full tiger. In. Yeah, yep. Haffy's so cute. And I might actually just paint some black stripes on. The, I would, I would on the tigers. Yeah. So I'd say you've got a bottle of black paint, you got a small brush. Let's yep. get them done. So uh, I just think that it would look really cool. I think with, it would too. Uh, with that though, <laughs> I got a note from um, Grand Guild Gamers. Okay, which is the company that does Endangered, yep. and they will be having a Kickstarter. In August for a new for scenarios. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So as soon as I open that, I'm like, oh, oh now I got something no. else to back. Yep. So which is fine. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to the scenarios. And uh, it's, I really liked the tiger one. Yeah. And I would like to try the sea otters. I would like. So to try maybe the, we can play that again tomorrow. Yeah. I'd like to try uh, the maybe Amanda. Ones, yeah. And, uh, Jess I think, would play. I think Jess played. Yeah, she didn't did. She? Yeah, she yeah. enjoyed it. Yep. Yeah. So I think Amanda would like that game. We could play the sea otters or the the panda, or the both. giant pandas, or both. It doesn't take that long. No, it really didn't take that long. But it was it was a lot of fun. Um, we'll and just, we'll just start stabbing people if they yeah do the puppet master. Since since we learned how to play it too, it'll be faster. Than oh it was, yeah. So that's yeah. that's going to be helpful. Because the yeah. first one was kind of a learning game. Well, but, yeah, that's yeah. and that almost always takes a little while. So yep. So. Um, other than that, that's about all I I have acquired the last week since we did our our other podcast. Yep. Now we are on a schedule. Yeah, Friday yeah. night here we are. It'll be so, posted on Saturday. Yep. So uh, let's get into what we played. But before we do that, let's let's talk about our rating system, the oh, Jovian yeah. rating the scale. Jovian rating scale. So uh, most rating scales go one to ten, one to five. We are a little unique. We go minus 10 to 6. So minus 10. Island dice. And that's because it's just not, not a, a game. game. Not a game. Uh, a number one for us is a Joe Blow. Yeah, it's a game that we'll play. Somebody brings it. Didn't trip our trigger very much. Nope. Somebody else might like it quite a bit. Just not one I want to play again necessarily. Right. It's, it's one that I might just actually get rid of out of my collection right it's yeah. it's something that i don't need to own i don't need to play it but if you bring it i might we'll give play it a try it. i might we'll give it a try yeah so uh number two joe mama joe mama so it's it's an okay game yeah it's a it's fun um in a pinch i'd probably play it a second time or yeah you if, know, if i'm looking for a game that you know I, I don't despise yeah but if it's i like, eh, forgot okay. about it yeah somebody suggested it we start playing and i go oh now I remember this. Game. Yep, this is this is the Joe Mama Joe game. Mama. Yep. Uh, number three is your average Joe. Average Joe. Yep. That's, it's good. It's yeah. it's a game that you'll play when it comes out, and you have fun doing it. If somebody suggests it, yeah, I'll play that game. Yep. You know, if there's if it's, I think a lot of filler games maybe will fall into this category. Um, shorter games will yep. fall into this category, at least in our opinion, maybe. Um, games that we are trying that are kind of fun, maybe you want to give them another try. They're going to be a little bit average Joe. A number four would be a Smoking Joe. That's a fun game right Almost there. Almost a knockout. Yeah, it's one that we would play probably anytime somebody said, let's play it. Yep. I like that game. A number five is a Joe-tacular. That is definitely a game I will play anytime somebody says, let's play this it's game. It's a great game. It's great. 
Um, I'm and, trying to think of an example of a Joe Tacchio. I know we've mentioned well, a few, but you said Borgata. Yeah, I like Borgata. Yeah, yeah, I think Borgata's. You are on our next a number race six. Yeah. A Joe Almighty, right? And my Joe Almighty is Euphoria. Yes, we've talked about it's, both these, but it's, it's the greatest game in your collection, in yeah. your opinion. And uh, yeah, it's the game that I probably like more than almost any other game. It's probably a game I have played more often than any other game. Technically, I think that's actually Terraforming Mars, which is a real high Joe Tacchio, at the very least, in my opinion. Uh, and probably, and then when you get those 3D components, I am not getting the 3D components. You're not? No, I'm going to do the. Um, what am I doing? I'm doing the uh, metal uh, bits. Okay. And I think, but you didn't go with the train. I didn't, okay. mostly because I don't know where I would store them. They, did you, you get, get the a, giant box? I did not. Okay. I already have a, a organizer for my copy of it. So, oh, it's a very nice copy. Yeah, uh, it's uh, broken token. Broken token. Yep. yep. So. And it holds everything through. Turmoil, I think, although turmoil it probably wouldn't hold because you have the the uh, uh, indented boards, and there's no room for the indented boards. Okay. So that's, uh, but that's our rating scale. Yep. We didn't do a lot of gaming this week. We did a few games. Well, we did do a few games, but yeah. the games that we played, uh, we played them more than once. Yep, true. And uh, it just kind of consumed the day. Yeah, and so. they were fun. They were fun. Yep. I mean, there's nothing wrong with the games we played, that's for sure. But don't worry, we've got plenty to say. Oh, yeah. Always do. So, uh, first thing we're going to do is we're going to talk about Zorro the Dice Game. Yeah. This is a 2020 release. It is not out yet. Uh, But how do we have a copy of it? Well, see, I was sent a copy last year. And then it went to Kickstarter. And so now it's, I think it's getting close to fulfilling I can't. I, again, I haven't looked at Kickstarter so, in so long. I don't know what's um, going on. But we, it's from Pull the Pin Games. Yeah. And, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, they have the weird boxes. Yeah. It's. I like the magnetic box. Yeah. I'm not crazy about the sleeve that you pull off, yeah, that's and then a all strange. the inside the boxes inside looks exactly the same as yeah. every other Pull the Pin game. But the game, the game is different, obviously. But because what's the other one? They have Good Cop, Bad Cop is one. Yes. That they, which actually is. Uh, designed by a fellow who's from our area. Yep. He's a South Dakota, Sioux Falls, South Dakota boy. Um, can't remember his name to save my life. Played a different game that he played that's kind of based on Good Cop, Bad Cop, but set in the world of Euphoria. So that's why I had to play it. Okay. But anyway, so Do- Zorro Dice, essentially a uh, dice rolling game, obviously. Yeah. Name, in, name right there. Uh, you are Zorro, I think. You're Zorro? Yes. You're Zorro, yeah. And you have to complete tasks and gather gear and then possibly fight uh, villains and what was the other thing called? Not the villain, but the the sidekick. Something yes. like a sidekick. Yep. It's not a sidekick, but it's something like a sidekick. The villain sidekick. You fight them first. And when you there's color-coded cards for each task. If you complete two tasks of the same color, you get you trigger the villain or the sidekick and you get a dice of that color right and then everybody has to try and fight the sidekick before you go back to doing tasks and the cards that you're you're trying to complete the, the tasks on when you roll your dice you get three rolls yep it's a, it's a and awesome they have game. different icons on them right. you have the sword you've got a uh, dash yep. um and you've got uh, uh, grip or yep you've got several different you got six grand, different sides yeah. and um you've got the z for zoro yep uh, you just, and I think that's called taunt. Taunt, yep, that's um, taunt. It's... But you've got these really fun little themed cards that's got some artwork on it, 
And, uh, like, some of them is the unnecessary swinging in. Yeah, that was pretty fun. Uh, I, I had to go for that one. I think I failed it twice. Twice, yeah. <laughs> but um, they're, it's just a really fun thematic game. And what it is, so the premise of this is everyone around the table is competing to be the next Zorro. Right. Zorro's old and... He's retiring. It's, retiring, it's yeah. basically the Antonio Banderas Zorro yeah, yeah. with Anthony Hopkins. Is Correct. He's, he's retiring and he's passing the gauntlet. Or... What was the other movie you were Zorro the Gay Blade. Yeah, which is essentially, I think Zorro was just hurt or something, and so he got his cousin. Yes, it was he got his, his, his identical gay cousin. cousin who's gay. Came in, and uh, and it's just, it's an 80s, stereotypically, probably politically Was it 80s? Movie. I think it was older than that. I think it was early 80s. I honestly don't remember. If only we had the knowledge of the world at our fingertips. Yes. But anyway. Uh, it's hilarious. And who was the actor uh, in that? George Hamilton. Yes. Yeah, and he's very funny. It's like I say, politically incorrect, and and as all get out, but very funny movie. But anyways, uh, yeah, it, I that's what uh, definitely uh, probably a very high average Joe for me. So I don't know how you're rating that one, but uh, I liked it quite a bit. We played it a couple of times. Your wife won both times, if oh, I remember correctly. Oh, you are correct. 81. Yeah, I thought... Very early 80s. See, and I, because I kind of remember being in college when it came out. Yeah. That's why... That's... And he goes from the regular Zorro in the movie. We're talking about in the movie, Zorro yeah. the Gay Blade. He was dressed as, in the black Zorro In the black Zorro and, the, and uniform. the mask and stuff. And then yeah. when his same actor, yeah. <laughs> the gay cousin, that looks exactly like him... Yeah. Um... He starts wearing like maroon outfits and just a lot of color. A like lot I of say, flair. very politically incorrect, but so, extremely funny. I absolutely love the movie, yeah. and it's yeah, funny. It's it was a hilarious movie, but I really like, and I think they actually said that in the the instructions. What's that? Um, something about, or did you just make that up? I made it up. Okay, I no, made it up. It just made me laugh. But it just yeah, it just reminded me almost exactly of the circumstances okay. as they discussed so, it on IMDb. Um so. I, yeah, I, I just I, I really enjoy it. I like Zorro a lot. Oh yeah. Always have. Um I still remember going down in the basement of my grandparents' house and he my grandpa had these little um they were fat little square books. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was there was a Zorro one. Yep. And so I'd, I'd sit down there and read them. And, oh yeah, and, and the comic there was comic antiques books now. But yep, there were comic books of Zorro. I remember the old TV show, and that's oh, yeah. still on like Me TV yep. or some of those old so, TV channels. I enjoy it. Um, I really liked the game, and even though it was a filler game, I I'd give that one a smoking Joe. Yeah, like I say, it's a high, for very me, it's cool a, dice, miniature dice. Yeah, very small dice, but um, but well, they're very they're, well done. Yeah, they're etched. Yep, which is great. That means they're not going to wear off. But yeah, like I say, I think it's a for me, it's a high average Joe. It's one of those games that maybe if we play it more yep. often, and as a filler game, it's great filler game. Yeah, very easy to learn, very easy to teach. It, the thing that kind of, I mean, the pawns were pawns, That's right? All they well, were. and the Kickstarter, and again, see, that was the prototype. Yeah, prototype. Kickstarter version actually comes with wooden meeples, and they're okay. in different shapes of characters of Zorro, right? Okay. Well, then that would maybe increase. And there's it. actually a mask that the winner puts on. Oh, as well, then they're right so. there. Okay, you're right. You're, you're, yep. Well, so I'm going to And, uh, own. metal dice, because I kickstarted it as Ooh, well. Nice. Okay. So, yeah, it's, I'm, okay. I'm looking forward to getting so, the Kickstarter version. With the upgraded components, assuming that's what the retail version yep. will be like as well. Yeah, it goes up one level then. So, for me, the, what we played though, uh, we just had a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. And so the experience was fun. I was really glad that Jess could play with us yep. and she enjoyed it. She did. 
So for and, me, that's that's a smoking joke. And the other thing that happened with that was she just took delight in the fact that she beat us in the duels. Oh yeah, so yeah. quite badly. Yep, it was. Uh, it was but I won the second game. Yes, you did. That's so, right, you did win the second. Yep, game. where both of you guys died. Yes. Yep. So I was happy with that. Yeah. So for yeah, for me on that uh, Zoro the dice game, that's a that's a smoking joke. Yep, and I'll go the same way with it. I'll go smoking joke. So you went up to a smoking joke. I did. With Whoa. The, with the idea of what the components are going to be like. Yes. All right. Uh, and then the next game we played was Borgata. Oh, yeah. That's a yeah. good game, isn't that it? Is, that is a great game. That's a really, really good game. I felt a little bad about it. Oh, did you? No, not really. Okay. Not well, at all. I felt like you felt a little bit bad about it, and then the remorse just went right out the it went out. It went out the window pretty quickly. But yeah. No, okay, so Joe's strategy generally <laughs> is to go after waste management. Well, thanks for telling everybody. Yeah. Well, that was going to be my strategy as well. When he went before I did and got it, what happened was he exposed the cards and he didn't put enough muscle down to take. I tied. Well, so tied. I put a so four. Lost, basically. No, yeah. five. You put a five down. It was, it was a four. Five. It was a four? Okay. Yep. Either way, he, he exposed. If I put a five, I would have been okay. Yeah, he, he exposed the muscle. Oh, yeah. no, you, you wouldn't have been, by the way. Anyway, he exposed <laughs> the muscle and lost, which meant that I knew what the muscle was, so I went after it and got it. And kept it the whole game. And there's some powers involving the waste management. You get a card, extra card, I think. Yep, you get, you get an extra card and a th- uh, an extra card in your hand. Yeah, and money every turn. Every turn. Yep, and, and two thousand. Yeah, and then anyway, it's a it's a good one to have. Yep. So you get now, to draw. You get to draw two extra cards. Yep. No one. It's just one because the other one next to me was two. Okay. So you get to draw that. one extra card. Yeah. You get a hand limit of increased. That's of right. Two. You increase your hand limits increase. Yeah. And then you get two thousand dollars every turn. So and so that becomes very powerful. Yeah. You can, and then you can money launder like crazy with two thousand dollars. And then I got the construction company, which ironically the muscle on that one was Joe the Hammer. Yeah. Which was pretty cool. So he was desperately trying to get. Well, he never. You never actually. Went I never after even it again. got it out. Yeah, you never. You never. The got last Joe hand out. before yeah. you won, I had yeah. it in my hand. The best part was after I got the waste management that gave me the power to go up and get three burrows within. Yeah, about which four one turns. of those I had just acquired, which was queens, and then well, I had he to just have wiped me out. I had to have queens because I had the muscle that went really well with. So queens. between you and Jess, we killed you. We you just killed you. Murdered me. Yeah, we took you. You out. guys had all the burrows. And the businesses, and the only thing I had was a construction company. Yeah. I couldn't get anything going. Nope, we couldn't get you couldn't get going. And I, you, like I say, you I murdered felt, me. I felt bad for a minute, and then I saw Jess laughing. You and buried my me in my own cement. We put you, we put you into the uh, into the river with cement over here. Yes, yeah. is what we did. That's what we did. Yep, it it was. Yeah. Uh, Don't be messing. It wasn't. It didn't last that long. I mean, it was. No, it we was probably a played game. in an hour. I would. I don't even know if it lasted so, an hour. Quite honestly, I, I think it, was, it did because it, it was a good game, though. It goes by pretty quick when we're having fun. Yeah. But even though I got annihilated oh, in yeah. that game, I still had a ton of fun. And the thing that was, and I think part of it is, if you know you're just in trouble in a yep. game like that, okay, fine. I'm just gonna have fun now. I'm just but gonna do what I can. You guys were. If you had not won that game, you would have been so screwed because yeah, I had your two hitmen, <laughs> yeah. which were power of six in my hand. Plus, I had Joe the Hammer and yeah. <laughs> a lot of heavy muscle. Uh, what is Joe? Is that a four? Is it a four muscle? He's a four muscle. So you've had a total he's of got some 16, power. You would have had 16 muscle. Yep. And I'm, you would, I'm assuming you'd have taken him to the waste. Oh, definitely, because then you got your special benefit yeah. there. So The only thing I had going there was I think I had a total of 
I think I changed it out so I had nine power in there because I knew you were going to come after it. Oh yeah, but I did. I was have, coming after you with like eighteen. I did have four in uh, knife, and I had like three different brass knuckles, so I could have put. I would have. I would have lost. Yeah, I only had, you, you I would have only lost. had seventeen. Yep. So I would have lost, but they would have just taken you all back. Yeah. And I, I contemplated, you know, just falling to your car and you know, lead <laughs> just, pipe right in the back. And just of it. showing me exactly. <laughs> What uh, Joe the Hammer can do. Yeah. I mean, you beat me in my game. Yeah. Bam. <laughs> so that was actually kind of fun. I mean, I, it, I, I it was. It, you uh, yeah. played it very well. You became a boss really quick. Yeah. Um, but I, it, well, the weird part of it is I, I just thought, couldn't get anything going. That was my big problem. Yeah. I thought for some reason it took, I had to have all the burrows is for some reason. Then I realized. Well, that's I, the other way to win. Yeah. Well, then I was, as I was turning my wheel, I went, I got the last wheel turn, and I and Joe says, "Well, that was the end of the game." And I went and looked, and went, "Oh crap, that's right, you can win that way." Yep, I forgot. Yep, because <laughs> I was getting two respect every turn, and all I had, to, and I luckily got the surveillance that I got was not that expensive. I think the most I had to pay was four thousand dollars, and I money laundered my way into that, uh, into the four thousand. So I was fine. I got I got out of it. But, you did. Yeah, it was it was a good game. So yeah. So what would you rate that one? Well, let's see. That particular game <laughs> is uh, jotacular for sure. Um, I'm sure you're not changing your rating even though you lost. No. I Even when I lose this game, and I, I have not won many times. Yeah. I've played it many times. I've played it almost 20 times, and I think I've only won maybe a couple. Yeah. I think that's probably true. But to me, it's a Joel Almighty. And that, honestly, may be the only time I've ever won the game. I don't think I have in the past. So, and yeah, it's a it's a it's a super game, and I think I had it rated at Joe Tacular anyway, didn't I? You did. Yeah. So, yep. Because we've talked about that. The fact that his is Borgata, mine is Euphoria. You know, I've, same deal with Euphoria for me. I have won Euphoria maybe twice, and I've played it probably 30, 40 times. And uh, I played in a tournament even. And you and have I'm, actually won three times. Oh, I have. Okay. You've played ten total. And you've won three. Well, I have only won twice. So my average is not bad then, terrible. It's no. not terrible. How many times have you played it? Uh, I have played it 12 times. Okay, so, so it's only two times more than me. Right. Yeah. No, it's a fun game. It's really fun. It was a good game. So that was a great one. Randy's played it twice with us, yeah, and he's, he's won, won twice. both times. Yeah, yes. I'm not shocked by that. Uh, Adam played five times with us one. and won four. Yeah, I'm not shocked by that And either. I beat him on one of them. There you go. So, and Adam is a really good oh, player gosh, as yeah. well. So, yeah, Borgata was fun. I liked it. What was the other one we did? We after? did uh, another game of Clank Legacy. That's right. We played some Clank Legacy, and I'm on the fourth, my fourth figure painting for that. We're not going to talk about a rating on that one. No, not yet. Not we want we finish to finish the, the, the scenarios. Game. Yeah. And we are in game six. Yeah, how many games out of eight? Nine. Nine. So we got three left to go. I believe so. Yep. Uh, last game was. Did I get out of the dungeon or did I die? No, you died. <laughs> you got out. You, I got you, out of the. You died before you right, got back, which was my main goal. Was I? But you my, did. I had a lot of points. You did get out. You got, got into the safe zone. Was that the one? Is this? Did I get two different. You did. You got two yeah, artifacts because I, I had a lot of points. You I did. That. You had. Uh, I think it was like ten or fifteen less than I did. Yeah. But so I am also painting the figures. I've gotten. Um, Malthrax done, the dragon. Yep. Oh, the gotten, miniatures look just amazing when we play this. Yeah, my character, Goliath, who's a paladin, yep. is done. Your character, Joe Dwarven. Joe Dwarven. Who is weirdly a dwarf. Yeah. Is done. Uh, and uh, Jess's character, 
which I can never remember the name of because I don't know if It's she... uh, Morgan. Morgan, that's right. Morgan is a magic user? Magic elf. A ma- an elf and magic user yep. with a sword. Yeah, so a magical sword that she's... glows in the dark. Yep, she's done. And then I'm working on Amanda's character, which I can't remember her name either. But she's a rogue. Yeah. And uh, I got I got a start on it. I'm just not done. Yep. And then after those are done, I've got a Sauron-type character from Clank Legacy that I'll do. But then I want to start on my cobble and cobblestone and fog, cobble and fog characters. So we'll get those done. So I played one more game. Yeah, this looks like fun. Actually, I want to play it with you um, and Kathleen. And this was Rainbow Knights. And this, uh, so Kathleen is is my youngest daughter, and she is and she is six years six, old. That's right. And uh, she just absolutely loved this game. It is. Basically, a version of Tron or Snake. Oh, yeah. You play these translucent cards on the table. So the table is your board, and then you have four corner pieces that tells you your borders. And so you start on one side of the border, and you play a card right after each other, and you cover up the last cloud on that card. And so you're making a continuous line. And each card, you have two separate stacks of cards, and you'll play them as fast as you can. Now, we just did a slower version where yeah. we just counted three, two, one, go, and then you just flip, 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 and then you tried to, because, uh, I mean, she's six. Yeah. So we tried to um, make it as easy as possible on her. Yeah. So And Gavin played. Oh, cool. Gavin really liked Gavin's it. He's four. four. He'll, yep. be, he'll be he'll five, be five this, Yep, this year. Um, and Kathleen, she's going to be six here yeah, in, she's in two weeks. Practically so she's six. six. I mean, I mean, for all intent purposes. But uh, they really liked it. So there's, it's a six-player game, um, and each character has a little bit different um, unicorn or ride, and then a character on top of it. So, like, the blue knight is on a horse that looks like a, a horse uh, from, like, the... The jousting. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, there's a princess on a unicorn. Right. And the unicorn... Okay, so the stream behind the and characters that was the as character, well. that was the character you insisted on playing, right? You no, that Kathleen was Kathleen. I'm thinking... So I did the blue horse, on, and there's a blue blue trail behind him. Okay. Behind the unicorn, it's a rainbow trail. Oh, nice. So it's basically a rainbow coming out of the horse's butt. Yeah, or... Yeah. Um, and then, uh, like, there's a lizard that uh, a goblin is riding. Oh, cool. And that's green. And like I said, it, it looks when you're all said and done with the board or with playing the game, and it takes about sixty seconds to play the game, or if you're playing a slower version, maybe a couple minutes. But either way, it's a very very quick game, and uh, and then you've got these clouds that you just kind of put out randomly, and you want to avoid them. So you don't want to okay. crash into anybody. You don't want to crash into yourself. Clouds. You want to try to make it to the opposite side of the board or use as many cards as possible. Nice. One that uses the most cards wins the game. Okay. So. We sounds, played three three games of that, and it was it was a fun fun little game. Sounds pretty good. So, and Kathleen, that's like her favorite right now, right? Just because it's it's fun, it's pretty to look at, and it's it's new. <laughs> yeah, true. The new is probably even um, well that and the unicorns. Yeah, are the two things I'm sure that uh, make her like it so much. So. so we might be playing this tomorrow with her. I hope so. So, um, I would give that one. A high average Joe, yeah, just because I did enjoy it as yeah. an adult. So, and and the fact that that my little girl 
enjoyed it so much made it even better for yeah. me. Yeah, and so. that's important because for a couple of reasons. One, makes her happy. Oh, yeah. Two, gets her into gaming. Yep. Well, and she's already... She ha- she uh, has been yeah. into gaming for as long as I've known her, which she's, is... With the Hobbit games. Forever. That's That yeah. was her first games, and so now she's she's evolving. I mean, yep. uh, she constantly comes out here and wants to play the big kid games or, yep. or oh, Risk know, or whatever. She just wants to play. She wanted know, to play Clank Legacy. You know someday she's going to say, Daddy, can we play Monopoly? And after you get her out of the corner, you can explain to her why that's... No, I actually like Monopoly. That'll so. never happen because she's already surpassed the Monopoly. Yeah. She she knows there's better games out yeah. there because she brings them to me and wants to play them. <laughs> yeah, well, truthfully, and Monopoly's not that bad a game anyway. It's just I no, to, it's not. It's just it's, if I'm in the mood for it, I'll play it. So anyway, all right, it's um, good to know. I've got uh, Green Bay Packer edition of oh that one I won't play Monopoly. Oh my God, no! Unless you have the version where Brett Favre becomes a Viking in the middle of it. No, I don't. That'd be awesome. But I do actually have a Princess Bride Monopoly. I would play that for sure. Yes. I mean, this is a guy who's played My Little Pony Monopoly, so come on. By yourself. No. It was weird. No, it was weird, but it wasn't by myself either. <laughs> and then I think because we played the My Little Pony Monopoly, the next day we literally had to play Puppy Monopoly. Oh. Because this little boy was upset that he couldn't play Puppy Monopoly and he wanted to play it because he brought it. So we promised him the next time we all got together, forgetting that the time we were going to all get together again was the next day that we play it. So we did. We actually had to play Poppy Monopoly. It was okay. Um, I also played some games outside of the average Joe's sphere. <gasps> I know. Weird. Blasphemy. Yeah, I played <laughs> Quacks of Quedlinburg. Great game. Which is a really cool bag-building game where you're trying to create potions and not explode your pot. And I actually ran away with the first game. Um, somehow I got something going and, and just immediately got ahead, never looked back and stayed ahead the pretty much the entire game. Uh, the second game. Now I have a question. Okay. Did you play with your copy and yes. the pretty bits? Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I have the upgraded version of, uh, of the game that includes the, uh, 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 plastic. From Board Game Geek. Oh my God. They're pretty. Oh, they're so acrylic pretty. pieces. Acrylic. That- Instead of cardboard, they're yeah. just beautiful acrylic. And they're they're lovely. Um, we played with the Herb Witch expansion, which was a lot of fun. Uh, I don't know that I would play it without the Herb Witch expansion, quite honestly, at this point. It just adds so much to the game. Uh, second game I did not do as well, although we were much closer in points as we got towards the end. I did not win the second okay. game. Then the other one we played, and I on that... Uh, what I, would you I, give that? I would give that a Joe Tacular. Okay, I've I have really, also played the Quacks yeah, Equipment. You have, that's right, yeah. And I really enjoy this. Yeah. I I would give it a smoke and Joe. Yeah. Um, I like the push your luck element. Yeah, that's fun. And I just, it's a really cool themed game. It is, and the, and the, with the fancy bits. Yeah, I really want to play the I mean, game with the fancy yeah, bits. Yeah, I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll, it's in my car. I'll, I'll make sure I bring it in with me tomorrow. Okay. Because it's in my car. Uh, the other game I played was a game called Cartographer, which is not a roll and write. It is a flip and write Along the lines of Welcome to, um, but in this game you're essentially creating a kingdom. There's a, a piece of paper with a grid, and there's a, some mountain spaces and some ruin spaces. And each card, when you flip it, is either going to be a, a, a terrain with a certain shape, like a Tetris shape. And it'll either give you one or two choices for what kind of terrain it can be. 
you have a certain number of goals each there's four rounds and the first round you're you're looking at a and b for your goals second round you're looking at b and c third round you're looking at c and d and the fourth round i think you're looking at a and d so basically you play four rounds you've got a set of different goals each round that you know what the goals are but you have to just kind of so you have to build all through the game because you're going to come back to some of these goals. Okay. But anyway, um, you flip a card that's got either the terrain and the shape that you have to draw, or it's a ruin. If it's a ruin, the next card that flips has to be drawn on a ruin. The shape has to be drawn on a ruin. Uh, if you can uh, surround mountains, you get a point for each, or a coin. It's a coin for each mountain. The coins are one point. If a monster comes up, you have to pass your paper in the direction that the arrows show on the monster card and then draw that shape and put monsters into the boxes. And then for each monster on your sheet that's not surrounded, you lose a point. Okay. It was a really fun game. I did not do all that well in it. I tend not to do well in rolling rights and flipping rights. I enjoy them. I just don't do well in them. I played it a few times, I think three times total. It, to me, ranks an average show at this point. Okay. I would like you to try it. I think you would enjoy it. I, I know it you is like on my list to try. You like rolling rights. You like flipping rights. I do. Um, this one, I think you would like. So I would like to see what your rating is once you do play it. Okay. So that's the games we played. Okay. And you you gave that what for rating? Uh, average show. Okay. High. Uh, yeah, just a regular average show. Okay. Yeah, just a regular old average show. But it's it's one I'd play again for sure. It's one that I would like to try with you, with Jess maybe or some other. Randy, I think would do okay with it. Okay. Um, so our winner for oh, yeah. tea party. Epic Monster Tea Party by Playco Games uh, was Paul Johnston. Congratulations, Paul. Our Scotland listener. Yeah, you'll enjoy this. So um, this is two to six players. It comes with the expansion in the box. And this is just a great uh, filler game. I really enjoy the artwork. I enjoy the pieces. Yep. The gameplay um, is good. Yeah. This is, it's it's just a really fun game. It's another kind of press your luck, bag builder type game. Yeah. Um, so. But with the option of puking. Yeah. Because you're, you're, you're drinking your tea, but you, can drink a little you might poison. have that ranger. You can drink a little The poison. elven ranger. Yep. So it's, it's a great, great family game. So uh, we will be sending you an email and get your shipping information and get that out as soon as possible. Congratulations, man. So, uh, which actually, um, you had a question for us. Oh, yeah. So uh, with gamers having big collections of games, how do you go about choosing the games to play on a given night? So your collection, what is, you've got a few hundred games? Um. <sighs> Yeah, if I had, I mean, I think when I I stopped keeping count just because it became a thing where I couldn't keep up with what I was doing. Um, I was kind of acquiring just to acquire. It was games, a lot of times it was games I'd played and really liked, and then, uh, so I'd buy them. So anyway, probably between two and 300 games is what I okay. have. So Here, how would you choose for, when you go to the game store or when you come over here, how do you choose what you want to play? Uh, usually, honestly... <laughs> This is gonna sound wimpy, but I usually let other people decide. Okay, there's nothing I, wrong with that. I uh, I actually suggested Quacks when we played on Wednesday. Okay, um, because I hadn't played it in a while and I really like it. And, and you got those fancy. Pieces. I got the fancy bits, 
And plus, the people I was playing with, I knew they enjoyed the game quite a bit. Okay. So I will occasionally, like, I, I would I would always have euphoria with me, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, that's one that I guess if somebody's not making a decision, I go, well, how about euphoria? Or how about scythe? Or, you know, something. I like the heavier games. So, um, but as far as the coming over here, if I was to pick a game, if you were to say pick a game, I would probably immediately be drawn to euphoria and go, let's pick, or wingspan. That's another one. Yep. Cause I know Jess likes that for one right. thing. Um, but I might just look and go, well, that looks fun. We haven't played that in a while or we have never played that. Let's try that. Dice yep. Forge is one that I think I'd like to try again. Oh, played, yeah, I want to play that with the expansion. Yeah, we played that once or twice, I think. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. Dixit, every once in a while I look at your Dixit and I go, we haven't played that ever here. I've played it once or twice. really like it. Yeah, I've played it a couple times here. Yeah. I think usually on a, a party night. And I'm trying to think if I played it once here or not, but I know I played it at Badlands when mm-hmm. they were open. I know that's one place I played it with Ions. Yep. Which is our local game group. That's Seems like I'm talking to people. Well, I do know you. I mean, that's the thing. But you don't know me that well. <laughs> so it's yet. Like, yet. But it's like, since I know you people, I figure you know me. Yeah. And it's a game group we belong to. I belong to anyways called Ions. And that's where I first played a lot of these games. But then I started playing a lot of games here. And I think I've actually probably played more here, different games with you than anyplace else. We've but, been playing for a long time. Yeah, we've been playing at least... Well, we've known each other since before your daughter was born, so that's six and a half years. And then, uh, and I started coming over probably either shortly after Kathleen was born, or shortly or after, because yeah. we moved here after. Yeah, because I we I ran to you at the comic book shop, and you said something about, "Hey, you should come over and play games." I got a game room, and I said, yep. "I can't remember who you are." I mean, I know I played games. And then you told me, "Yeah, I was a little pregnant when we played Warriors." Mm-hmm. Well, you weren't pregnant; Jess was. I said, "Oh, yeah, that's right. That would be fun." So yeah, and and yeah, I think that's what you said. Let's go. Let's play some quarters. Come over and play quarters, which we did first yep. time I came over. We played quarters, um, and then I was like amazed by this game room. It's an incredible game room. Uh, it's gone through some evolution since I started coming over. But anyway, so if you'd like to know the first game we played or what, <laughs> I do have that. I know, yeah, probably do. <laughs> it was quarters. Yeah, I figured it was. I knew it was quarters. But um, we have played together, you and me. 503 games. Different games or just 503? 503 total games. Total games, okay. okay. Some of those, obviously. And you've won 124 of those. Well, that's not a real good ratio. It's like a fifth. It's a fourth. It's 24%. Well, yeah. Okay. That's pretty good. It's almost a fifth, by the way. That's that's pretty good. Oh, so, yeah, it's almost a fourth. You're right. It's it's 1% lower it's pretty good. than a fourth. Yeah, you're right. It's good. Um, I have been playing since, well, since I've been keeping track. And right. I... I have my old phone with my Board Game Geek app on it. Okay. It's because the only one that I really liked that uh, made it easy on me. Yeah, and it's not that hard of an app. I just got frustrated trying to do it on my phone because right. I couldn't make it work. And well, was... and they don't support this app anymore. <laughs> right. So that's a big thing, but it still works for me. So I, since I've started keeping track, have played 1,483 games. Holy smokes. And I've won 650 times. So I've 43%. Yeah, you're a little higher than I am. But, I mean, so you actually surpassed Randy on on plays, which is very surprising. This shows 354 games. Yeah, that's But that includes expansions, which, like, I bought the 100 Swords is the first game that pops up because, you know, they are alphabetized and 100 is ahead of A. I have almost every expansion for 100 Swords. Which is a little card deck builder type. So the big thing, um, not a lot of people like my app 
or me keeping stats. I don't care. And I'm here's the thing with that is I I only do it for uh, reminiscing. Yeah. I don't do it to like throw people fun. in. Yeah. Like, hey, I won yeah, this. I, won this I beat game. this ha, by ha, ha. 400 yeah. points and you only scored three. Ha <laughs> ha. No, I'm not that guy. Yeah. But I do like to see when's the last time I played this? Yeah. How many times have I played Which this? Which is cool. Um, and I like to see what my highest score is, my lowest score, and just kind of, you know, see what the averages are. And it's fun. Man, I have a crap ton of Android Netrunner. Um, <laughs> so to answer Paul's question. Yeah, I was going to say. You can... What I usually do is I get a feel for what theme people are interested in that night. So, also kind of, what theme am I interested in? Sometimes I am interested yeah. in the zombies or the horror games or, you know, a social deduction. Um, after we get that kind of decided, then I go into, like, a subcategory. Okay, so if we're interested in this, are we feeling dice? Are we feeling cards? Um, a board game. Once we do that, then I kind of zero in on the, the game and I pick one. Usually... Like tomorrow, for instance, I have a few in mind. Um, obviously, I want to play Elevator Up. Yep. I want to play Floor Plan. Oh, yeah. I want to play Scooby-Doo Betrayal I at Mystery Mansion. I want to play that one, too. So uh, I also want to try out Tiny Epic Dinosaurs. Definitely. So right there, I've got four games already in mind. I would like to play this, the Tiny Epic We can play party. that, too. So and that, Epic Monster Tea Party. 20 minutes to play yeah. it. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's great games. You know, uh, so I've already got games in mind that I want to play, I've also got stacks and stacks of games that I want to play. Like yeah. tomorrow, I'd like to get Endangered to the table again. That would be fun. So if we could get five, six games in tomorrow, that'd be an amazing day. And then we've got Sunday, and if we get a couple games in that day, then cool. Yeah. Basically, that's you... that's my idea of a weekend. If I can get five to ten games in for the weekend, I'm a happy camper. That means all the hours I put in during the week are now worth it because I played five to ten games. Yep, exactly. So one game in particular that is really um, always up my alley, obviously, Borgata. Yep. Love Mafia games. I love sci-fi games. So if it's, if it's a Mafia game, I'm all in. If it's a Star Trek game... Yep. I'm all in. <laughs> and I've got a few Star Trek games that we have not played yet. I was just looking uh, over at the Star pile. Trek Conflict. Yep. I have not played that one yet. Uh, Star Trek Galactic Enterprises, which is the Ferengi game. Oh, that one. We looks have not played that really one. Interesting. And then um, uh, Star Trek Chrono, Chrono Trek, which is a card game, which is all of the timelines, all oh. of the all of the Star Trek series in one. You're you're putting a timeline together, and so the timeline's messed up. You're trying to reorganize. Yeah, you pick a character. So like you're Captain Kirk or you're Captain Janeway or Captain Cisco. <laughs> you are that crew, and you're trying to fix the timeline. You're trying to work together to fix that timeline. And so I'm always in on those. But if it's a filler game too, I, I'm pretty easy to please when it comes to a game. Just like if Randy comes over and he's yeah. got. He buys more games than I Any can of even. Us, yeah, yeah. But he usually does, have and they're a really to good, good games. games yeah. So when he comes over, I like to accommodate him as well because, yep. like, he's got all these games. Let's let's throw a couple in here, man. Yeah, you know, and it, it works out pretty good. You know, some days where I don't even play a game in my game room, and it's always someone else's game, and there's nothing wrong with that because chances are I want to try it, and I might not have it. Yeah, so. 
the best way for me is just kind of feel feel everyone out, see where they're at on what kind of theme. If there's if they're not real picky, then I already have one in mind. Right, and that's usually something I just recently acquired, or something that has been that has been sitting there glaring at me, like, "Why won't you play me? Play me! I want to play." And so I, I've always kind of going in with an idea of game day, and then. After everyone arrives, then we kind of figure out what will actually make it to the table. So, and also, a little bit of it is how tired am I? You know, is have we been playing for eight hours and am I yeah. exhausted because I just worked a lot basically hours, two yeah. full time jobs? Yep. You know, is it's a little bit of that. But honestly, with having Fridays off, not completely off work. I mean, but I still put in a twelve hour day. Yeah, but getting that um, earlier than you normally do. Right. So. Even with a 12-hour day, I was talking to uh, my boss, um, and he's uh, one of my bosses. So I have two owners of the company, but I was talking to the one, and he says, you know, with you not having to do your second job on Fridays, it's, it's almost like for you it would be a three-day weekend because you're off yeah. by 6 o'clock, and that's early for you, which it is. It is very yeah. early for yeah. me on a Friday night. Usually a Friday night, I'm there till 10 o'clock. Yeah. And... With with that, I mean that's huge for me. That's basically a three day weekend. It allows me to do our podcast now. Yep. We're on a consistent schedule. It's I'm happier. Yeah. <laughs> so I only and, have to work four and, days a week on we my second tell. job. We can tell. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I want to stab you a lot less. A lot less. A lot. Which less. I appreciate. So I mean, not you a haven't lot, but... you haven't stopped stabbing me a lot. Right. I mean, yeah. You want to, and I appreciate. I, that. I definitely want to. The urge is still there. Yeah. Though. Exactly. Yeah. But, I mean. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. So that was that was. Hopefully we answered um, your question. If not, unfortunately, okay. So I'm I'm a board a, board game addict. Uh, I have roughly fifteen hundred games. Yeah, and I keep buying more, <laughs> and I keep kickstarting more. And if I were to do a random number generator, it might not work out in everyone's favor because I have a lot of games that I like. But not everyone likes. Yeah. Uh, for instance, superhero themes are not everyone's forte in our game group. Uh, there are quite a few people that actually do not enjoy superhero games. I remember we had a superhero game day last year, and I'm pretty sure one person showed up, and that person did not like superhero games. So yeah, we ended up playing something else. Yeah. I can so see it was, that. it's just one of those things. Where you really have to find something that everyone likes. And luckily, and see, this is, I want to get my game room done because I have two tables in the game room. But you can only play out about half of one of them. Yeah. <laughs> because right I have stacks of games everywhere. So, what it used to be a couple years back is I would have 14 eight, people eight, in yeah. here. Yeah, I think that's And the most we would have. Games going on. We had two games going on the big table. We had a game going on the third table. And at one point, well, at one I had, point three had three tables, tables in here. Yeah, I remember we had so, three tables going. Yeah, and now I have a bar, a and table, I, and a big table. And I'm pretty sure we had the same game going on two of the tables. We did. Yeah. So, so and that's something that I enjoy is 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 kind of that you got that that store vibe a little bit of people just sitting playing games, yep. but without having the store. Yeah. You know, it's just. Fun people coming over, and usually I feed everybody, so that's... Yeah, that helps. But, I mean, the nice thing about that is you can go kibitz on somebody else's game. Or, right! Or, and there's know, just... I like or, the talking and the atmosphere, and it yeah, works out really it's well. It's a lot of fun. So, um... I was going to say, 
let us know how you pick your games. What you know, if you've got a large collection. Well, see, they they do a top one hundred for yeah. them. Oh, you were talking about the not yes. The random so number. so Paul does a top one hundred, right? And that's they do right. a random number do generator. You do the random. You that's why you brought that up, now. right? As soon as you said that, I thought that seems really familiar, and I remember why because I read that same email. But. So that's that's his question. So hopefully, I. Unfortunately, we didn't answer it probably the best way, but that's no, that's I mean, how we do it. The straight so. answer for me is basically I I will always let somebody else probably choose, but I do have the same thing you do. I have games in mind that I would like to play, um, but most of the game groups I belong to or play people I play with usually have very similar tastes in games. Yep. So uh, one of the questions you had kind of passed on to our listeners last week. Was uh, name three games that you usually use to oh, yeah. uh, introduce yeah. people yep. into gaming. So Jeremy, uh, he had responded with uh, he he leans towards Splendor. Yep, which is which is one that, that I, one. I yep. lean towards Azul, which I had kind of forgotten you, about how the pretty bits were. Yeah, yeah. So that's a, that's a great game. And then Welcome to Welcome to is a and that's another fun game. Nice introductory. He says if he if it takes more than five minutes to explain. He's probably already lost that yeah. that interest for the gamer, for the person for that's new, not, brand new to the game. Right, so somebody who's not an avid gamer. Once you get them into that, then you can start introducing them, like we said. Okay, so if you played this, you can you kind of advance let's, on that. Let's, oh, let's try this, you know this mechan- some of these mechanics. Right. But we're going to add this to it. Yep. So that's, uh, that's from Jeremy. And let's see here. Then we had Robert. Uh, we'll save him for next, but let's do Average Jess. Oh, yeah. I like this uh, one. So she said the three games that got her into gaming was Munchkin, Quarriers, and Ticket to Ride. Well, now, who do you th- who would have introduced her to those three games? Well, Quarriers was actually her husband and uh, his buddy, Mark Heiner. Okay. And then we we just absolutely loved it, and we met you. Over yeah, it. that's true. So, so Je- average Jess, by the way, is average Joe's wife. Yes, and Munchkin was also introduced by my buddy Mark, which yep. lives in uh, Bishop, California now. Yeah, and he he's I wish I wish he was still around here. He's such a cool guy. I think you would have absolutely just loved him. He was very fun. And always up for gaming. I mean, we spent all weekend gaming, and then after we get done with work, we would go play games, <laughs> which usually irritated his girlfriend. I bet. So, yeah. um, and then and tickets she dragged, arrived, and she dragged him to California. No, oh. they broke up, oh, and well. he moved to California. That's where go. he's from. So he he is a very very athletic person, and so he would do uh, running up and down mountains. Oh wow! And they actually named a race after him. Jeez. And uh, it's it's very cool. Uh, I think it was, or maybe it was a, a segment of the race. It was Kiner Pass or something. Oh, okay, like that. Yeah, so yeah. it was it was pretty cool. He showed it to me, and he was in awe about it. I can't uh, he's a very cool guy. But yeah. that was the thing. Like we have uh, we have hills here. We don't have mountains. No, we do so, not. So uh, the best thing we had for him was Great Bear Ski. Yep, and yep, he is... would run up and down that after work. Oh. After working manual labor, he would go to run. I mean, it's Jeez. like yeah. he was pretty fit. Uh, very cool guy though. Yep. So she says she would have schooled us both on villainous explanation. She would have, um, but she said it was priceless to listen to us try to explain it. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and that's it. That's it. Uh, no, there was Joe's there was one last sentence wife. there, Joe. Uh, and then we got no, Robert. No, Joe, there was one <laughs> last sentence there. 
Which I think is kind of important. It said, P.S., Die Hard is a Christmas movie. No, no, you missed a word. And it's actually capitalized in very large. You I missed it. I can't read. It says, not a Christmas movie. Oh, okay, okay. So well, I, 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 could, I get confused. There's a reason I like Jess. Um, Because she's not afraid to... She's not afraid to state her mind, her correct opinions. Uh, all right. <laughs> okay, so Robert... Uh, you had a very good email here, and I'd forward this to, to Tom. Yep. Um, so he said uh, uh, he had a couple questions for us. Actually, your, your title of the email really cracked me up. It was so many questions, so little time. Yep. Uh, first question was, uh, well, so his question we, we actually misinterpreted it a little bit. Uh, so he meant... What three games would we showcase to gamers? Which which three games would we pick out of the entire gaming hobby that you think are just stellar games that you could showcase to already an addicted board gamer? What yeah. is a, like a solid yep. hobbyist? Which, yeah, we did totally misinterpret that. We yes. were thinking we were talking about introducing people in general to games. Right. So which, I'm glad that we went the direction we went, but... Um, for, for that, um, that's a lot of different categories. Oh yeah. Uh, I think that's a little difficult. Um, but if I had to choose games that are just well-made, visually pleasing, I know it's, and he said it, it does not have to be your favorite game. Right. But. I really do enjoy the Mafia-themed games. Right. Um, I have not played it yet, but Godfather, Corleone's Empire. That looks like a really neat little game. Very. The figures in that Cool. Are... I, the minis, I think it was cool mini or not. Yep. Yep. And it was, um, oh, I cannot think of his name uh, that designed it. You not Yui Rosenberg. No, um, it's uh, Eric something. Yeah, I think if you. But anyway, yeah. um, it looks like a cool game, and I feel like I could I could get into that one. Since I have not played it yet, I would definitely have to encourage Bergata. Yeah, the artwork, the theme, the. The deck building. Yep. It's as good, far as a deck builder goes, I mean, I, I absolutely love Marvel Legendary. Yeah. But that game has gotten so insanely... Expanded. Yes. I mean, it's... I, I can't... I, I've i spent a lot of money on that one. Yeah. But as far as a game that is just... I can buy it, and 50 bucks, it. and play it, and, and not have to worry. Yeah. And it's a solid game. It's a good example of a deck builder. Yeah. It's a good example of a mafia-style game. It's got the theme. It's got nice cards, so, nice yep. components. It's a solid game. I would go with Bergata as my number one pick. Yep. I'd go with Euphoria just because we've talked about it enough. It's, that was going to be my number two. It's a... Uh, awesome theme. Very awesome dice. Very good worker placement game. Very good resource management game. Uh, the theme is awesome. Oh yeah, I love the dystopian. The art theme. is great. The humor is good. Yep. Um, the ways to win it are multitude, and it's just got a lot of things in it that I really enjoy. So as far as my pick, 
That's number one. Your number two, Borgata, probably be my number two. So the two games, our top two games that we showcase are those two. My third pick would be Glenmore 2. I really like that game. Uh, I love, it's a very thick game. It's got theme. I, I absolutely love the Scottish theme in it. Yeah. Um, it's got a lot of different player areas. I mean, you've got two different, basically, player boards. You've got uh, tile laying that you're you're creating your own area. You've got worker placement, resource management. It's it's got scenarios. I I gotta say, Glenmore Two is probably my number three. I like that game quite a bit. My number three is going to be tied between two games. One that I know you dislike a great deal. The other one I think you like. Okay, so the one that I would say probably the best expansion for is is uh, five gallons of gasoline. <laughs> is Twilight Imperium. <sighs> I really, I, th- I mean, as far as if you're going to tell somebody about an epic game that is fully immersive for the most part, includes a lot of different mechanics. I mean, you've got to pick a role. You've got to pick, you've got resource management. You've got politics involved you've got bidding involved i mean it's got a lot of stuff in it so if you're looking at a game just to say hey here's a lot of different mechanics and you can actually get a lot of people to play it it takes a really long time twilight imperium is one of my choices i would go eclipse over twilight and that's my second that's the other okay eclipse is the other game because eclipse is basically twilight imperium light so if you go ahead and remove the first one, I won't have to pour the gasoline on it. Exactly. You would not have to pour the no. gasoline on it. And I, it's not that we disagree. Well, no, okay, we sort of disagree, but not really because I understand why you dislike that game so much. It was an interesting experience, let's put it that way. <laughs> I had a much better experience a later time playing that Right, game. and I just I really have no desire to no, ever and play I, that game again. I would not play That for it. me... Ruined it. Yeah. No, that game is a Joe Blow. Yeah. For me. And I and that's and yeah. And, and I think that'll be the first and it's <laughs> first Joe Blow of mine. I don't even know if it's a Joe Tacular for me. I think it's an average Joe for me because you have to absolutely have the right group. Yep. The game that we played that you and I would say definitely did, no group is the right it, group for that where, game. <laughs> well, where it died for you, that was a very unfortunate choice of people to play. Um. I mean, I like everybody who played. It's just that it did not. Except for me. I mean, you absolutely well, hate yeah, me. I can't stand Joe. Yeah. I mean, but for some reason. Appreciate that. that. For Came some, on to the podcast. There you go. No, for some reason, it just didn't click. Um, and I don't know why it didn't kill it for me. It came, I think, very close. It didn't kill it for you because you weren't the target. No, that is true. That is very true. I wasn't I the target. I blatantly became the target by the other three players but in the game. But that's enough not by me, thank goodness. Well, the two of us did not target you. you. You're the one that brought up the fact that I would be winning the game if we did not. No, start. that was not me. Well, that, that, that was BJ? Was BJ yeah. Okay. BJ brought up. I think I might have pointed out to BJ, but still. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, we did not. You know I, the urge of stabbing you? I don't, back fast. <laughs> I don't think BJ or I targeted you at, at all. Um, I might have a little. You did. But, but, that, you, but, you, I you don't think, did. but I don't think I did it. But not, like. Right, uh, like war no, type. Yeah, no, no. You just blocked everything that I could do, which well, was the which, only one thing I could do since we agreed to disagree to agree I, that my power sucked. I did agree with your interpretation you did, but, of that, though. But anyway, I lost the next group I played with. 
it was a number of people who were kind of committed to it and and played it. I could have been a seriously uh, dickish. I mean, I'm going to say that dickish person in that game, and I intended to do it and then got talked out of it, which okay. could have ruined it for some other people. But uh, and it cost me the win. It, oh. I, it honestly cost me the win, which is fine because I would have wanted if I'd had one more damn turn after 12 hours of playing that game. So that's probably also influencing my like of the game because I almost wanted what the hell's going on with my phone? Anyway. I don't know. Uh, it's blinking. Anyway, I like Twilight Imperium. I understand why you don't, and I I, I understand why you will never play it again. Uh, I, don't I actually know that gave I, my copy away for free. I remember you doing that. <laughs> and I don't know that I would ever play it again either. Again, it'd have to be with exactly the right group. It's the same thing with uh, what's Diplomacy. First time I ever played that game, I was physically injured by somebody. They hit me because I broke a treaty that we had. It seems at like an, you're lucky to be alive. At an expedient, it was in high school, so yeah, I am. Um, but it was an expedient <laughs> time for me to break the treaty, and everybody else pretty much agreed with it, except for the person that, that you broke, broke the treaty, the treaty with. with. Yeah, yeah, he did not like it at all. It weird. And weirdly, we were sitting right next to each other, and so he just started to pound on my arm after I stabbed him in the back, basically. Yeah, not literally. Uh, I didn't win the game, by the way. I did not, but it was perfect time to do what I did. And he did not win either, so that anyway. Probably thanks but to then I breaking the treaty. And I did not play that game probably for another 20 years. And then when I did play it again, it was a different group of people. Yeah, I don't have any... Where we knew that somebody was going to win it, but we and so we all sort of conspired against him and still couldn't. I really don't have any desire to play that game either. It's As a, all the horror stories I've heard. It's an odd It's basically game. Twilight Imperium repeated. Oh, uh, it's not that complicated, though. No, 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 no. There's not as much... The experience. Yeah, the experience could be bad. <laughs> All right, so Robert, uh, he gave us three for, oh, yeah. for him. Um, let's see here. Uh, Catan. So he said, well, this is... Uh, Catan over here. Carcassonne, right? Or was it Carcassonne? He was really interested to see our direction that we took our, our question last week. That's right. Uh, he was thinking of it more in the terms of examples of showcasing the Pinnacle games, which we just did. Yep. Uh, well, we think we did. Well, but, yeah. I mean, everyone's going to have their own version, but yeah. in our opinion, if if I had to try to get a, an experienced gamer into something that I'm into, those would be the games I'd choose. Yeah, that's what I think. I hope that's what you were going after, Robert. So um, I just they're for me they they just absolutely they get me. Yeah. So. Um, Interesting that we both picked two of the same games, just in a slightly different order. Yeah, I like that. that's it's, cool. It's weird. And I thought about Quarriers because, but then I thought, well, I've already covered kind of the deck builder, yeah, type back game. So, but Quarriers is a great game. It'd be up there, but I think it's a pretty simple game. But the theme, I think, is stronger in the other games. Yeah, yeah, Quarier's and that's really, really what grabs me as a theme. Quarrier really doesn't have a theme other than the silliness of yeah. I mean, you yeah. So, but anyway, yeah. Uh, so he went Catan. So this is uh, brings wider audience or whatever. His three favorite gateway type games that he would think are Catan. Uh, he says, and this is him saying this, much as I liked your points about Carcassonne as a springboard into other games, what I think Catan does really well is require players to look up from the map and interact with the other people around the table. So much of that game is striking deals and negotiating with your fellow players. This is one of the things I adore about board games, which 
I, oh, I'm yeah. right there with you, man. Yep, same here. Uh, I love. That's the whole reason why I play board games versus video games. Right. I love having people around the table. I like talking. I like the conversation. I mean, that's the whole reason why we do this. Yeah, exactly. So, well, and then the other thing about uh, Catan is who doesn't love a good wood for sheep joke? Yeah. I mean, that's just going to happen. But for me, Star Trek Catan. It is a good game. I. I mean, I well, I'm okay with the regular Catan. Yeah, but Star Trek Catan. Well, the I fact like that, that you can be different characters at different times is awesome. Yeah, I always Scotty, go for Scotty. Yeah, or you can be Spock. You can be Uhura. You can be Sulu. I love the original cast. Yeah. Scotty's Scotty's the guy. Oh, I He's know. the man. I know you're always Scotty. Yeah, I am. Any Star Trek game we play, if there's this ability to be Scotty, Joe's got Scotty. That's because he's great. He's great. <laughs> It's green. All right. So his second game was Avalon. And uh, I believe I actually have a copy of this. I think you do. Uh, This is the re-themed version of Resistance. That's right. Okay. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, The King Arthur theme is more accessible in my mind. Uh, No, I have Resistance. I don't have Avalon. I I would like to get this, though. I was looking in the A section. I didn't see Avalon. Uh, His is more accessible in his mind. And the different abilities allow you to spice up the game a little. I think the game boils down to hidden trader games to the bare minimum. Again, it forces players to interact and bluff. Yep. I, I agree with that. Uh, there's there's a few games that, that we have that, that do that, and they do well. But again, you kind of have to have that right group. Yeah, you do. Because if you have someone that just does not like those type of games... Yeah, it's not going to be... I mean, it's kind of like a social deduction yeah. type game. Well, Sheriff of Nottingham is another good example. Oh, of yeah. That type I, of game I really where, enjoyed that one. Yeah. Um... So anyway, uh, it plays quickly, and everyone is involved from start to finish, as you can always chime in with a question or thought or acquisition. Uh, While I think there are better hidden role games out there, this one keeps it all straightforward, and someone who is brand new can just just as easily win if they keep a straight face. Uh, I really enjoy House of Borgia. It's a hidden role dice yeah. game, and we have not played that. that one in a while. Yeah, I, mean, I kickstarted it, um, and that's a, kind of a, it's a hard sell for some people because it is a religious theme. Yeah. So, but it's it's fun. Yeah, we'll and you uh, you you would like this one because you tried to buy a copy that was not a full game, and that's Flam Rouge. Oh, yeah, I do like that game quite a bit. I played it. I played it at the convention in Okoboji. Yep. So Flam Rouge, now this is a game to me, uh, but one I am quickly, uh, there's a new game to him, and it was one that he's quickly falling in love with. And I really want to play this game. It's You didn't play it in Okoboji? No. Oh, man, that was a good one. No, I, I is one that I really want to just, I'd like to get, actually, and just have it in my collection. I've so heard it's great, I, weirdly, great game. Yeah, you didn't get to. No, I didn't. No. I got an expansion for it. Um, it is a deceptively simple racing game. The rulebook is two pages, and there is no downtime the whole game. It plays in 15 minutes and is tense and exciting throughout. Honestly, the setup on that game takes longer than the playing of it. Really? Yeah, because wow. you have to set up a track. And there's different formations you can make on the track. It's fun. It's just fun. I think we're going to have to road trip to England, man. I think we will. We'll just have to hang out with you guys. Go to England. Go to Scotland. Yes. Um, So his competition this week uh, also got him uh, thinking about components. He absolutely loves dice. See, this is why we would get along. This is 
We love dice too. Um, so when a game comes with satisfying, hefty, and customized dice that you get to use often in the game, it can really elevate the experience for him. He thinks anything tactile that you get to handle a lot is always enjoyable. You often get to hold a handful of dice while you contemplate the risk, reward, or whatever you're about to roll. So nice dice can heighten that experience. So his question is, what is our favorite kind of component to be upgraded in a game? I have upgraded a number of games. Um, upgraded uh, Quacks of Quedlinburg. Mm-hmm. I love those upgrades, man. Those are awesome. What about a game, though? I think he's 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 yeah. looking for like it's already in the game. What is something that you want to see? Well, that the component that the, would be upgraded. The thing in, that was in the game was a cardboard chip, right? Uh, it upgraded to an acrylic chip. Okay, awesome. Um, wingspan, cardboard chips for the food. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying to remember what the birds are in the original game. Or the or they're just cubes, the markers for your for your actions are just cubes. Oh yeah, yep. And you got the birdhouses. I got the birdhouses. I got the wooden, realistic, well, realistic set. Not realistic, but I mean, I got the more real looking food components. Okay. Uh, so that's the kind of thing I'll upgrade. But I think probably my overall favorite thing to upgrade is coins. Okay. Metal coins. Yeah. If you can get if you can if the game doesn't come with metal coins, you can get metal coins. I will probably get metal coins okay. if I can get them. So coins. I would have to say coins. For me, it's it's got to be dice. Um, nice dice can make or break a game for me. Oh yeah. If if it's a sticker on wood, I don't like that. Yeah. If it's a sticker on acrylic. It's it's you might as well just not put dice in the game. Yeah, I agree with you there. I like metal dice. I've played a few games with that. Metal dice, but if you got some nice acrylic uh, engraved and painted dice, yeah, man, there's Quarrier's a really good example. Yeah, yeah. But and then King of Tokyo, you've got these big chunky dice. Yep, really like that. Um, Dice Forge with Dice Forge has got some beautiful. Uh, com- uh, you, just, you can make just your own normal dice. six-sided die, but there's beautiful dice. Yeah, um, Dice Forge is or which That's one did what you say? About, dice oh, okay, Dice Forge. Yeah, okay, dice forge. With, the, uh, with, the, with the makeable the dice you make. Yeah, yourself. so that that one you're you're making the sides, yeah. the Lego dice yep. essentially. Yeah, yeah, those are really cool. That's a lot of fun. Um, King's me. Forge is the one I was talking about. That had yeah, this dice beautiful. Forge, yeah, but King's Forge does have great dice. Yeah, yeah. the little six. Yeah, yeah, and they've added. Oh, and they're clear. A lot of them are clear because yep. you got the glass expansion. Yep. You've got, got the gold, the gold expansion. expansion. Yeah. Got, oh, it's just that is a great game. That's actually one and you of got my the cool anvil. Yeah, the anvil's awesome. Yep. Um, it reminded me though when we were talking about Dice Forge, not King's Forge, but Dice Forge. I did play Roll for the Galaxy with the expansions, which include. Customizable dice, which is pretty. We didn't play the version that you use the customizable dice for, but there are two different uh, uh, modules okay. for the expansion for Over the Galaxy. Sorry, this is like a week and a half ago that I played this. Um, but basically, uh, one of the modules 
includes preset dice that you put faces on. And then the other component is you add faces to the dice as you acquire them. If you've ever played Roll for the Galaxy, it adds a trading element. And then, and you roll those dice for trades. And then I don't know if the other expansion is, so we didn't play it, but. Okay. That was a game I played, which I would give a, a Smoke and Joe because it's Dice Forge or, di- or uh, Roll for the Galaxy, which I love. Okay. And those also are great dice anyway in Roll for the Galaxy. If you've played that game, it's a dice builder. It's a great game. So in this, uh, he, he said that they've just recently started playing uh, 878 Vikings, which is a light asymmetric war game designed to be played in two teams of two. One side takes on the role of the invading Viking Vikings, and the other are the Saxons desperately trying to defend their lands. So he really is enjoying that one. That one suggested us checking it out. Yeah. So it is one that's it's been on my radar. So uh, the other response was uh, Paul. Oh yeah. Um, from Scotland, and he he had made a comment about his three games that got him into um, into the hobby, and Ticket to Ride. Carcassonne. Yep. And Flamme Rouge. Yeah. So Flamme Rouge, I've heard that one come up a lot. Uh, they've recently bought Concordia, uh, Hamburgum, and Wingspan. Oh. Uh, they're still waiting four months down the line for delivery of the latter. You're not going to regret Wingspan. It's worth the wait. Get the uh, upgraded food component. Just saying. And buy uh, Cadbury mini eggs when they come out. Uh, don't play the game and eat them at the same time. You can. Just don't eat the wrong eggs. Yeah, yeah. I mean... <laughs> that's not going to work out well for you. <laughs> uh, so that's that's it for that. Uh, we gave away our game to Paul. Yep. Uh, the tea Epic party. Monster Tea Party. Uh, Epic Monster Tea by, Party. By uh, Playco Games. Yep. So the we hope you enjoy that. New and expanded edition. The um, next thing we are going to... So um, the, the dice tray is going on for one more week. Yep. That'll be given away next Friday. Next Friday, or whenever this is yep. published. So the next game we're going to give away is Crow's Overkill, which is a highly interactive card game by Deepwater Games. And the English translation of this old song is, When Crows Cry, I Must Leave This Place. I would kill crows all over the world just to stay with you a little while longer. Aww. So birds gather outside each player's door, and you must play shamisen cards to remove birds or send birds to your opponents to prolong this amorous time. You must be the last player to be called away from your lover in this quick-paced party game. So um, that is the next one we're giving away. So... Um, the phrase will be cry for me crow. Cry for me crow. Okay. Yep. So send us an email with that in the email. Uh, include topics of discussion that you'd like to hear about. Send us pictures of your game room. Send us pictures of you playing games. Send us pictures of your crows. If you have a crow, I don't know. I probably don't. I got weird. I got a little weird. I'll admit that. So Tom now has a thing for crows. No, this just is. This looks like an odd one. We haven't played it. Nope. This looks like another one of their Japanese line. Yeah, it's uh, the Emperor S four line. The artwork looks pretty awesome. I'll be honest with you. Uh, colorful and flowers. It looks like maybe or I can't tell what that is for sure. Oh, it's birds. It's Different three to birds. four players. Plays fifteen to thirty minutes. And I think Shamisen might be birds, but I'm not positive. 
I don't know. Maybe we'll try that one and uh, let you know. Yep. So uh, that's it for us tonight. That's so all until I got. next time, I'm Joe. I'm Tom. Good night. You have power. The power to save lives. The power to defeat illnesses. The power to use games for good. You can be a hero for local sick and injured kids through Extra Life, a 24-hour gaming marathon that supports a local Children's Miracle Network hospital in your community. Join 50,000 gamers from all across the world as we battle the enemy illnesses and injuries facing local kids. Play games. Heal kids. Find out more at extra-life.org. Thank you all for listening. Hey, follow us on Facebook at Average Joe's Gaming Podcast and the Average Joe's Gaming Podcast Group. You can follow us on Instagram at Average Joe's Gaming and on Twitter at Hammerly Joseph. And you can stream a number of different videos on YouTube. You can also listen to our podcast on Google Play Music, Amazon Alexa and TuneIn, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pocket Cast, Castbox, Castro, Podchaser, Pandora, and SGP Radio.